It's good to see everybody today. Well, at least it's good for me to see you. <laughs> I'll see it when I believe it. Usually, people will say, I'll believe it when I see it, don't they? I'll see it when I believe it. I don't want you to misunderstand where I'm heading with this. This isn't one of those kind of messages. You know, the name it and claim it, blab it and grab it type of messages. It's not that. This message is more about vision. We often hear this phrase, the proof is in the pudding. Do you know where that phrase got derived from? It is actually about when you eat it, you will know if it's good. Now, they just announced the Oasis dinner is next week. I believe that it's going to be good. I haven't seen it yet, but I believe it's going to be good. You know why? Because of the credibility behind that. I believe it. It hasn't happened yet, but I believe it. I, one of my favorite things as a kid was to go to the apple orchard and everything. And of course, I'd talked previously in different weeks about um, my minimal but yet vast knowledge in apple growing and fruit trees. I know that's kind of contradictory, but <laughs> that is kind of how I am. So apple orchards, whenever you plant them, you usually start with a tree that's about this tall and not very big around, and sometimes it can take three to four to five years before you even see a harvest on it. Whenever you plant those type of trees, you are in belief that that thing is going to produce a harvest. And you may have good years and you may have bad years, but you know that because of the credibility of that, that there is going to be a harvest produced, don't you? Seeing and believing. Let's turn to John chapter 20, verse 24 through 29. John 20, verse 24 through 29. John 20, 24 through 29, and let's pray. Father, I thank you for this day. Lord, I just, uh, I just thank you for everybody here joining in in worship today. Lord, we, we cherish the very, the very time that we get to worship you. Lord, that we live in a country, Lord, that it, we're free to be able to do that. And God, I ask for your anointing upon this message and the words coming out of my mouth. In Jesus' name, amen. So before this scripture... Jesus, after Mary had went to the tomb, he was gone, and Peter and John were there. They'd come, and um, or they'd, they, she had went and told them that he was not there. They took out running for the tomb to see. Of course, we know that John is a faster runner than Peter, and he passed him up. John got there first. Later on, Jesus appeared to the disciples, but Thomas wasn't there with them. And that takes us up to this point. 
It says, now Thomas called the twin. One of the 12 was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, we have seen the Lord. So he said to them, unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days, his disciples were again inside and Thomas with them, Jesus came. The doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, reach your finger here and look at my hands and reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, my Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Hebrews 11.1 1 says that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Just because we don't see it right now doesn't mean that God is not working. God is always working. Let me give you a little example here. Anytime, for those of you that haven't been here very long or this may be your first time here, Anytime you see something underneath a blanket or a tarp, it means that I'm preaching that day. So, I have been successful on this four out of five attempts. So we'll see how many out of six I'm successful. I am going to attempt to knock these cups over from a distance of 15 feet with a trash can. And no, I'm not going to throw the trash can at them, okay? But what is going to happen here is something is going to happen that you cannot even actually see the actual thing that's happening. But do you believe that I can knock these over by banging on this trash can. Oh, good, there's some of you that don't believe. So, here it goes. Count down for me from three. Three, two, one. Well, that was one. Yes, 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 yes. Something was working, and you still could not see it, could you? God is always at work in our lives. There was a uh, gentleman that I knew, I guess it's been probably, oh, maybe 25, 20, 26 years ago. Very intelligent man in industry, and we were having dinner one night, and he was uh, telling me, about a product that he was involved in. He said, George, this is going to be the future in meat. And I said, really? And he said, yeah. He said, there's going to be a plastic that you will be able to put meat in a carton, cover it with this plastic, and inject it with a gas. He said, hamburgers should stay fresh for a month. 
I said, dude, I don't know if I want to eat hamburger that's a month old. He goes, no, no, it'll be, it'll be fresh. And that very thing happens today. Whenever you go to the store, it's not, probably not a month old, hopefully not. But whenever you go to the store and you buy hamburger at Walmart or different stores, you can tell there's pressure on that package. And it's called modified air packaging. That man had vision years ago in something that he believed in. And it's the very thing that affects our lives today. I had another uh, friend that I grew up with and his uncle that he lived with, he was a uh, engineer and he actually held a lot of patents and different things. And he told me, he was telling us one day, he said, he said, boys, one of these days, you'll be able to talk on the phone and see the person at the same time. And I said, no way. And yet we can do that very thing right now. Well, he didn't know exactly how that was going to happen. But something within him, the engineer within him and the dreamer within him knew that that would one day happen. He had a vision for that. He didn't invent it, but yet he believed in it and he had a vision for it. If you want to see somebody saved, one of your loved ones or just a friend or something, and you think, man, they are the meanest, nastiest, old scoundrel rat that you've ever seen, and there's no way that they're ever going to get saved, I've got news for you. If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and how he transforms people, how he redeems you, how he converts you, then you can have vision, you can envision that person changing Missy, if you'd go ahead and play that video. I found this on YouTube this week. See, that's the way God does us. He can take the meanest, dirtiest old scoundrel rat and by the blood that was shed, he can wash us and scrub us clean. It's not my job to clean them up. It's my job to plant the seed and to witness, and it's your job. But the whole time, God's working, and we don't even see it. But we can believe that it's happening. We can envision that. Most of us uh, here that are adults, in one form or another we invest in the stock market, either through payroll deduction or somehow, you know, um, our 401ks, this and that. We have to believe, because we're putting our money where our mouth is, that things are going to be better. Things are going to gradually increase, right? We're putting our entire financial future on it, right? It's been proven that people who jump in and jump out all the time, it's not really the best scenario. The best scenario is to what? Stay in for the long haul. Because you have highs and lows in the market. And unless you're really fortunate and you time that just right, you bail out whenever things are low. You know, whenever the, whenever the market crashes and people panic and they bail out, that's not, time, that's not the time to be selling. 
That's actually, if you're, if you're with a great company, that's the time to be buying. There's sometimes opportunity and adversity. If you want to be successful in the market, you need to get with a good company or companies and stay in for the long haul. That's the same way with church. There are many great churches in Southern Illinois. I believe this is one of them. I believe this is a great church. You want to know what I believe? I believe that you people in here and many others are still a great core of believers who still have the same common goals, the same common beliefs that Jesus is Lord and he died for all. I believe that you guys still believe that the future is in our kids. That's why we've hired a new kids director and she's going to partner up with everybody here to try to uh, continue to minister to the children of this community and surrounding. I still believe that even if people disagree, that we can agree on the main things and we can do so peaceably. I believe that the people that make up this church are all genuinely good people. I believe that and I can envision a better future. I can envision that these empty seats that sit next to you, some of you, will be filled up in the future. This isn't a name it or claim it, but this is what the Word of God says. And he died not just for me, not just for Johnny, or not just for Edie. He died for all. For the whosoever. We want to see kids saved. We want to see teens saved. We want to see seniors saved. We want to see rednecks saved. This church is to be a shining light in this community, but only if that light that we're shining is the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that the holy anointing of the Holy Spirit be upon every seat in this building, every hallway, the parking lot. I pray that whenever people pull into this parking lot, the conviction will come across them. Not condemnation, but conviction. I pray that we will not look at each other with condemnation, that we will look at each other with love. I pray that the truth of the Bible will come through cleanly in everything that we do. Some people may think that our little rap battle that we had up here earlier was just goofy, and you're right. (laughs) But me and Rick had so much fun putting that together And I tell you what, you got one awesome youth pastor. I'm here to tell you today, Orchardville, we're not selling, we're buying. If anybody has ever left this church... I welcome them back with open arms and love. We are all one body of believers. And one of Jesus' commandments, one of his greatest commandments, he said, love one another. And I'll tell you what, that commandment 
covers a whole, whole lot. We have to have grace for one another. Next week, I'm going to be introducing Erica. She's going to be here for the first full week. Um, her name is Erica Yates, and she's going to be the kids director. She's going to be coming up here along with Audrey Taylor. Audrey has been filling in for the past three months of taking care of kids' church back there. If you see Audrey, you tell her thank you and God bless you. She's an amazing young woman. Not because of what she's done, but because what God has done through her. See, you may feel like you're incapable, but God will make you capable. If you submit to him and you give yourself over to him, he will take someone who, someone like me who flunked out of speech class in college two times. (laughs) And he will equip you. Because I tell you what, when you believe in an amazing God, you can envision and see what he's going to do. If the worship team would come, please. I'd preach longer, but I don't want to blow it. (laughs) A lot of people have been asking about what... I'm doing or what different ones are doing about the pastor search here. And I tell them, you know, what all's going on. And at the end here, Bo Bear is going to come up and give a report on where we're at. But the question is, not so much of, because I'm just one person. And the leadership team is just 10 people plus the people on the transition team. But there's a whole lot of you. My question is, what are you doing right now? We need you to be praying. We need you to be praying. We need you to be even fasting and praying. That doesn't mean 40 40 days. (laughs) Fasting and praying, skipping a meal, fasting TV for an episode, whatever. Just do something, fast and pray. This is utterly, utterly important. And we are about, we, sometimes we goof off and we have a lot of fun, but there is things that are serious, serious business. Pray for this church, pray for the future pastor, pray for the pastors that are here right now, and pray for our congregation. If you all would please stand. This is not a message of despair. This is a message of hope and of vision. If you don't know Jesus and you say, George, I, 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 I don't even know what I believe. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and that will not lead you astray. That will take you in the right path. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through him. If you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, you don't want to miss out on this opportunity. Come to him to these altars today and there'll be someone who will pray with you and lead you to him. If you have any other needs or prayer requests or anything, 
this is the time to bring it before the Lord.
It is our prayer that you have been blessed as you've listened to this message. If you would like to become a partner with this ministry, please contact us here at Orchardville Church. You can visit our website at orchardvillechurch.com or you can contact us by phone at area code 618-835-2677.